0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to the Purposely Venting Podcast. My name is Tony, and it is on this podcast that we believe that through the gift of talking aloud, we are able to understand what needs to be understood and uncover what needs to be uncovered and it is also our belief on this podcast that there is nothing i can tell you no steps that i can give you that will be better for you than hearing your own inner wisdom so it's always best to go inside listen to your own god center come from your own god center and navigate from there however it is my hope and um It is my hope that you will hear something on this podcast that will spark your curiosity, that will help you to be like, hmm, and then start thinking about something. So my podcast hopefully will serve as an inspiration for you to go in and to listen to that inner space or get Closely are deeply more connected to your higher power center. How is everyone? How was the weekend? Black Panther came out and it was so good. I hope that you can all go see that. Shout out to Black Panther. It was just everything and more. Like I feel so much better, you know, for being a woman. You know. <laughs> that movie was it. <laughs> but yes, how's the week started for you all? Have you written down your goals? Do you know your aim? Are you knowing what you're wanting and making executive decisions to execute in the right manner? Um, are you feeling your feelings? Have you checked in with yourself? All those things. I hope that you started your week right, right and off to a good start and that you are looking forward to making some great changes because great changes on the horizon. So, I am so excited to get into this topic that we have for today, but before we begin, I just want to say I'm grateful for just the ability to connect deeply with my inner space. I know that I don't take that for granted, because there's a lot of people out here that are just so far away from themselves. They're in another country, and they're here in America. You just never know where people are. They're here physically, but their spirit is somewhere else. So I'm grateful to be able to connect with myself on a deep level, and just be able to connect with other people on a deep level, and just be able to uncover myself more and more as time progresses, because that is so, so important. And the affirmation for this week is that, no, is I will open up one day at a time. I will open up one day at a time. And what this means is that you are closed, obviously, and you're going to work on opening up more and more first to yourself and then to the world around you. But yes, that is it. Let's get into the podcast. All right. So. This podcast is going to be kind of touchy because I definitely feel like this is a topic that's been talked about in great detail, especially... As of pandemic times, there's been so much talk of like high value, femininity, masculinity, masculine women, feminine men and so on and so forth. What classifies as a high value woman and what classifies as a high value man and just everything. So this is not coming from a place of just trying to get into that topic of discussion, because a lot of the times I feel like the people who are. Um, talking about these things, they probably are coming from a good place, but it's more so from a place of war, like war against the two genders, as opposed to just like. Hey, wake up! Wake up! You sleep, you know, or just coming from a place of love. So I'm hoping that this podcast will come from a place of love, and it should because I'm going to be giving myself as an example, or just telling you the things that I've gone through with just um, my struggles with femininity and just um, how I'm working to overcome it. Maybe not so much in this. I'll talk about my. I won't talk so much about my things, my ways of overcoming it. Maybe I'll hint on it, but the the main. The main course of action here is just to talk about the struggles of femininity and um, just to bring light to the topic because i know that as a black woman um, and me growing up as a black woman um, i know firsthand what it feels like in the things that are in contradiction to femininity so i think that as black women and women of color i think that we are at war um, with femininity i think if there's been like war um, made out on our feminine, our femininity, the thing that is most sacred to us. And I think that this starts from a very young age. Um, and I I've been seeing this, so I, this wasn't actually going to be my topic today, but then I just saw it left or right. And what I see is like a whole bunch of us women, just women of color, black women, women of color, um, we are so closed off. We're afraid to be soft and plush. And we're afraid to just show that softness of ourselves to other people because, and even to ourselves, is because it's considered a sense of weakness. And that, that comes from the home. For instance, um, I grew up in a home where, you know, I got my ass whooped just like my brothers got their ass whooped. I got cussed out, you know, all of these things. So, of course, over time as a child growing up in such a dysfunctional environment, I naturally closed off um, and I built a protective barrier around myself so nobody can penetrate or get in. And some of these things that um, when I say toxicity of femininity, I mean these things. So if you are um, competitive, competing against another person, comparison comparing yourself against another person judgment judgment of yourself judgment of another person strong-willed stubborn just strong willed you don't want to be told nothing you can't be told nothing your way or the highway afraid to show your heart or to be soft because you're afraid that you're going to be taken advantage of wanting to be right all the time nobody's right all the time overworking you just overworking you can't take rest you can't You can't just make rest that juicy part of the day where you can just sit and sink. Unapproachable. You're mean and you're mean looking. Unwillingness. Unwillingness to learn. Unwillingness to see yourself. Unwillingness to hear anybody. Unwillingness to give up that fear that surrounds you. Hardness. Hardness like a shell around you. Nobody can penetrate that. You just, you in character 24-7. Fighting, you you constantly arguing, you fighting, you you going at him, you going at her and you're going to give them a piece of your mind because when you were younger, you weren't able to do that. So now that you're older, nobody's going to hurt you again. Unwilling to listen. Unwilling to listen is one of the most dangerous things I would say, especially when it comes to just being in a union with someone, friendship, love interest, work, any any type of relationship that you have, professional If you're unwilling to listen, this is deadly. And I I believe that an unwilling to listen, unwilling to compromise is just, it's a, it's a feminine trait that is, that is lacking, or it's a, it's a toxicity that is, um, at war with us at war with our femininity, um, not being clean, uncleanliness, just having a dirty house, um, dirty car, just everything is so messy around you, as we know, as above, so below. So if your outside world is chaotic and stuff, that's more so of a reflection of what's going on inside. Afraid and just that, oh, hell no, I'm not going to be led. So if somebody comes into your life, you're afraid to let this person lead. And and this could be, you know, justified in so many ways, because you just can't give up your, you can't give up that, you can't give up that beautiful quality of yours of letting a man lead to just anybody so I understand that one but if somebody does present themselves and they're trying to lead and you won't let them that's what I'm talking about you just got your hands on the grips and you just will not let them go um just being like the culture like right now we got a lot of we still got that city girl mentality that's I'm outside mentality doesn't it's nothing wrong with having fun with your friends but we more so are bashing men in clubs and um, have that city girl mentality. And that's the way, that's the way that we're living in today's society. Like we shaking booty cheeks in a club, you know, we, 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 we with the culture and we for the culture or as some men will say for the streets. Um, wanting to be seen and not felt. And this one goes hand in hand with wanting to, you know, be for the streets or wanting to live for the culture. You want to, everybody to look at you. Like you want to out booty the girl who has the big booty. You want to like out do her in dressing, go back to that comparison competing. You just want to be seen and not felt you're, there's no energy on your level where you're feeling somebody's energy or feeling the room where people can feel you. Cause they, you know, you have a deep sense of who you are. You want to be seen because you lack those other things. And last but not least, but this certainly not the last of things. These are just things that I wrote down. And this is one of the biggest ones that I struggle with is just questioning sexuality. Um and just a little bit on that before I go further. I think questioning sexuality for majority of women is a thing that none of us talk about because we all are going through it, but we feel like we're gonna have this sense of judgment, which rightfully so. I mean, it is definitely a a challenging topic to talk about, but if you are not in your feminine essence and you're questioning a lot of things and you're you're in your masculine you're in your wounded feminine you're you're completely and totally absorbing your masculine then you're going to start to question okay do i like men do i like women like it's it's a thing and i i hope that that doesn't I hope that that doesn't come off wrong because I'm even having a hard time saying it. But I want to be transparent. Like this is how much wounded femininity could, or just being in your masculine. This is a, this is what it do. You know, have you questioning? Oh my gosh, am I straight? I'm un- I can't coexist with the man because I'm trying to be like one, or I'm like one. I, I, I seem to do good with certain women. Like, am I? I don't know. I don't have a physical attraction. I don't know. You know, just a lot of things. Just that question of your sexuality. And I would say for the longest time, I've. I very much so struggle with femininity mainly because of my height. And I was just telling somebody special about this today. Like my height has been something that has been like the number one thing. I'm tall. I'm not big. I'm tall and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thin, but in my mind, tall is big. You know what I mean? And then I think that being tall is associated with being masculine. And I've been told that throughout my whole life, like, dang, you so tall, you this, you that by other women. I don't know if they were seeking to destroy me or my family were seeking to destroy me, but this is what I've been told by other people. And it's been something that's that's ruined my, just my self image. Because when I see myself, I don't just see beautiful, tall woman. I see uh, manly, bigger than all the other girls. Oh, your hands are so big, all of that. So I've always associated myself with just being more of a masculine figure um, or having to feel like I have to be more masculine because how dare I be feminine and I'm not small and dainty, like what's portrayed on social or what's portrayed on the big screen, any movie that we might see. Another thing that has affected my femininity deeply has been, the opinions and judgments of other people. And that goes hand in hand with my height. I've always been told certain things like people have tried to dress me up the way that they want or just the way they talk to me or treat me like because I'm taller, they think I can handle more pain or um, for instance, I have this coworker and I really like him, but for, for some reason this guy thinks that I want to come over and play football with the guys and go to lift weights at the gym. And I'm like, I had to look at him the other day, like, who do you think I am? Like, I know I'm black and I'm tall, but that doesn't mean that I'm I'm for the for the guys. Like, I, I'm totally and totally in touch with my femininity. I'm totally in touch with just being a woman, being a girl. Like, I'd rather be in the house and organizing something. I don't know what you think. And he's white, and I think that he's doing that because maybe some things that he sees on his videos about black women are he just trying to be for the culture or whatever. But I'm not, no, I'm nowhere near, I'm outside playing football with the guys. Like that is not me. I grew up with boys, obviously, but maybe because, you know, he can talk to me about certain things and he don't see me in that romantic way. I don't, I don't know. I have, I have no clue, but the opinions and judgments of other people can definitely, it it has definitely weared off on me and my journey to where I feel like I cannot be feminine because other people don't see me that way. So I have to walk in accordance to how they see me, which is bogus. Um, another one is just being afraid to show um, the soft side of who I am and that being considered more of a weakness as opposed to a strength. And this one I feel like is so personal to black women, like any type of softness and just being just gooey ooey and just gentle that is not that has not been celebrated on social that has not been celebrated on in movies or tv shows growing up and it certainly has not been celebrated in the black home I don't know if you all have um what is that I don't know if you all have brothers or anything like that or noticed, but I feel like in black homes the boy is more so favored over the girl for some odd reason. And I feel like the roles are just so backwards where mothers and even fathers show favoritism towards the boy. And I'm not saying show favoritism over the boy over the for the girl over the boy. I'm saying like isn't the girl supposed to be the soft one, the gentle one, the one who is supposed to have a sense of self-worth? Why is my brother have his? why does he have his feet up while I'm over here slaving and you yelling at me and just all type of stuff? You know what I mean? So I feel like the soft side of us has definitely been buried under layers and layers of trauma, under layers and layers of us seeing things and experiencing things and witnessing things that we're not supposed to be. Like it was, it's totally out of divine order, but thank God we have a chance to correct it now. But that's just... Been my story. I've been afraid to be soft and open because. I looked at it as a source of weakness. Like, if I'm soft and I'm, I'm this, and they're going to feel like they can run over me. But that's not the case. It's always the opposite. It's always the opposite. It's like when you rough and hard, then people think, okay, you rough and hard, so let me rough you up some more. But if you soft and dainty and gentle, that is something that's completely and totally unheard of. It's when people hear when I talk, when people um, come around me, they naturally want to be in my space because of how I talk to them, of how I make them feel, of how soft I can be. But for the long longest time I grew up just not being so soft but I'm really starting to open more up to my softer side and it's just been such a great feeling but I definitely feel like this is a number one thing that is toxic towards our femininity and just us being feminine overall um but yes so another thing and I think that this is so important and I hope that you grasp this is that in the movies, they make the woman who is more townboyish and who's loud and unruly and and rude and, and boyish and mannish in all her ways. And just, you know, outside and being like the boys, they, they praise her in the films because she is out of her character and she is more so over to the masculine side of things. She is one of the boys. And we're told in movies is that these women get the guys. So naturally as women, we want to be like the boys too because obviously we want to get a man. We want to have a man that loves us and who picks us and we're just the um outlier. That's every woman's dream. I can definitely say for myself too. But They also show the prissy girl, the girl who's like made up and soft and sensitive and wears pink and likes tea parties. They oftentimes makes her, they make her the villain and they exaggerate this character. Think about it. Think about the movies that you watch where the girls who are dainty and Um, hanging out with girls and trying to have class and all this other thing they they really really take her to the extreme left and they make her out to be this devilish person as opposed to just being such a soft and loving warm person it's because they are celebrating women being more masculine and they are um, disowning disarming women that have typically been more in their feminine they're trying to show us in so many ways that this is unacceptable you shouldn't be soft. You got to be like one of the guys. If you want to be respected and loved and you want him, you want to win the guy. And this works for both. I have no clue what the man's journey is on all of this. I have no clue what he goes through and seeing all of this, but I'm speaking from a black woman's perspective for a lot of black women. Cause I know a lot, black, lot of black women feel like I do is that that's what they do in these shows. And this is what we've grown up with. This is what we have grown up with. And we wonder why we single, we wonder why we, we hurt so bad. And I don't want to make femininity into something that you need to get a hold of just to get into a relationship. Cause that is absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm trying to make femininity into something you need because it is your connection to yourself. It is your connection to God. It is your connection to the world around you. It is your birthright and it is who you are. So I'm able to see right through women who are saying like they're town boys and, they are this way and they've always been this way. No, sis. No, you haven't. You are very soft. I can see right through that. But you are under layers and layers and layers. But there's also been a place and there's also been a place and a time in my life where I've definitely tried to be more feminine. And I, I'm starting to see I'm waking up from this dream that you can't force femininity femininity doesn't come from you trying it's a natural essence that flows from your heart from your soul from the your center from your god center it's not something that you can get simply by thinking your way into it or um just coming from a place of mind you know it's not that and i i, I believe the re- how i even got to even close like just close enough to be as feminine as i'm working to be is that i completely and totally had to unravel myself. Like I had to like cry the tears that I needed to cry. And I had to get open about the things I need to get open with. I had to detox. I had to detox my body. I had to talk to people. I had to experience things. You know, I had to go to God and I had to like be open enough and willing enough because I certainly don't think that femininity is something that you can just do and you can decide to do. So all of these gurus on YouTube and all of that they're doing they're trying to do god's work which i'm I'm very thrilled I'm very happy but You have to think more into it. Like femininity is not something that you can just decide one day. Oh, I'm gonna do more of this. Obviously for some people that may work, I don't know. But if you're anything like me, and you grew up in a dysfunctional household, there's some work that you need to do in order to uncover that, to feel comfortable to even walk in that. Because if you uncover your femininity right now, would you be comfortable with walking in it? No, you have to grow and learn. Like not even learn because femininity will naturally ooze out of you once you do your inner work, but inner work is so essential when it comes to femininity. And that's what, that's the message that I'm trying to portray in this podcast is that if you really want to get back to your divine essence and you really want to meet yourself, it's time for you to heal. It's time for you to detox your emotions, your spirit, your body, your, ma- your mind, your mentality, your, your emotions, all of these things. It's time for you to get to a place where you can heal. Um, and that's going to look different for everybody. So for one person, it may be, um, changing their diet. For another pe- another person, it may be getting out of a relationship where you feel like you are the dominant part and you really want to start working on your femininity. You want to go to counseling. Um You want to join a group. You want to join a girls group. You want to spend some time alone. You want to be single. It looks different for everybody. But I definitely think that the world is going in a different way now. And it's time for us to jump on that bandwagon. But I just... I just want to bring this to your attention and your awareness, because I know that I've struggled so long with femininity, but I'm, I'm starting to see that as I'm starting to detox and let things come up and as I'm starting to love and be more in tune with myself, it becomes more easy for me to do. And I know that it could be just as easy for you if you can just open up to the most high God, or you can open up to yourself and your God center and start to do the work. But yes, I'm going to close out the podcast as your girl got real, real passionate. But I hope that something I said in this podcast resonated with you on a deep level and that you can join me next week for more on this topic. But with that in your mind, we will talk in the next one. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope you have a very pleasant week. (laughs) What? What? What?